powered through the Alaska Airlines Studios. This is Bump and Stacy on Seattle Sports. Streaming through the Seattle Sports app. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Bumpus and Stacy Ross. Here we go now. New Seahawks head coach Mike McDonald is set to speak with reporters for the very first time. It's his introductory press conference scheduled here for 11 a.m. That is right now. I mean, yes, it is right now. <laughs> um, he's probably going to stop, maybe take a photo with yeah. a jersey, something like that. So uh, the second that he actually sits down at the podium to speak, uh, we are going to redirect you there. We are also live at Seahawks headquarters next door to where the press conference mm-hmm. is taking place. So mm-hmm. we'll throw you guys there uh, and then we'll all uh you know we'll listen together and then we'll uh talk about what stands out what are you excited to hear from coach mcdonald today um i'm a big vibe person i can sit next to you and within three minutes i can determine whether i like the vibe or not yet Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna right make judgment on who you are or anything like that but the vibe so the first thing i want to feel is just you know, how? what type of aura does he give out to the group when he's sitting there in his first presser as the head coach? And also, I want to hear about his journey here and what he's excited about, what brought him here to Seattle, because he could have gone to the commanders um, and he interviewed in a lot of other places. Right. And I think those places knew that he they didn't really have an opportunity or a chance to get him. So they kind of backed off and they hired mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So just why why Seattle and, and why now? Because his journey has been uh, has been fun. I didn't follow it, but to go back and kind of trace his yeah. footsteps and see how he became the head coach of the, of the Seahawks and uh, just who he is as a person. You know, like, what do you like to do? Um, you know, how, well, I know how you met your wife because everybody has been talking about it, right? But, like, stuff like that. What's the relationship like with your with your wife, your kids, your mom, your dad? Like, I, I can watch film and figure out who you are defensively when it comes to the scheme. But I want to know the person, Mike McDonald. I think that that's kind of the, the line that I'm in with this one. I, I think that the people I know of that don't love the hire, which is a very small number, but the people I know of that don't like the hire, I think kind of think, okay, so you're a brilliant coordinator. How does that make you a great coach? And they mostly look at great coaches as being like big culture leaders. I mean, you're thinking Dan Quinn, you're thinking Vrabel, you're thinking Pete Carroll. And so I understand that for some people, there are still question marks about can a 36-year-old brainiac Mm -hmm. be that culture builder? And I think we, we tend to see people as being in one of two boxes. Either you're the X's and knows uh analytics guy or you're the old school guy and i don't think it has to be uh that kind of dichotomy i think you can be a really complex multifaceted person so i'm curious to see if we see those pieces of mike mcdonald in this press conference is there something he's gonna say Mm -hmm. where someone who might have some doubts listens and thinks you know what yeah, I'd run through a wall for that guy. Like, uh, I don't think you're going to get Dan Campbell talking about biting kneecaps off. No. <laughs> but will you get someone that talks just enough uh, about winning, about culture building, that just says the right thing that to you starts lighting a fire? Because I trust in John Schneider, I think you're going to get some of that. Um, me, as a former player, I'll, I'll sniff it out real quick and see if I can get it. And uh, we'll throw to Mike McDonald right now. Uh so much excitement, right? Uh, that's that's the word for right now. Uh, it's been a long process, but uh, I'm so excited for uh, the former players, the current players, uh, the players, our future players that'll be coming in, uh, everybody in the building, the 12s, uh, the Seahawks community. I mean, just everybody, you know, it's... it's uh, 
the coaches, like the, the, the coaches that are going to be coming in here, uh, that we already started working on and everything. Uh, just so excited for everybody because uh, this is the future right here. This is where it's going. And uh, I think you're going to learn in getting to know Mike that uh, he's a special dude. And, um, you know, the process was awesome. Uh, obviously, want to thank uh, Jody, you know, for her, her guidance and leadership. You know, we had a clear directive. Uh, Chuck and Bert, everybody that was involved. We had uh, 19 people uh, do our DEI training so that all the candidates could feel everybody in the, in the building and know how important it is to all of us uh, and what it means to be supporting uh, the new head coach and especially all the players because at the end of the day, it is all about the players. And, um, you know, I think about uh, the process. I think about uh, uh, faith in people. And so uh, my mom would always tell me, you know, Johnny, uh, God helps those who can't help themselves. And uh, what a cool deal because, uh, wow, I can't even remember now the days are running together, but last, or, you know, Sunday before they played, I was uh, at church and, uh, you know, people were probably looking at me like, wow, that guy's really, you know, been sinning a lot or something. That guy's praying his tail off right now. Um, because I wanted the Ravens to lose and I wanted the Lions to lose. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I uh, you know, it's kind of probably creepy for Mike, but uh, a lot of, we've been blessed to be around uh, over the years, a lot of uh, talented people throughout the National Football League and a lot of connections. And, uh, you know, it was, it was really cool to do all the research and, and, and on Mike and, I think I might have creeped his, his uh, beautiful bride, Steph, out a little bit, too. Where's Steph at? There you go. Thank you so much for this uh, leap of faith. We, 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 we've, it's been quick, but it's awesome. But, um, yeah, the people, it's, it's just really special for all the people and, uh, involved. And, and at the end of the day, it comes down to people and relationships and trust. And, and for this, it, it, it happened quickly with Mike. With Mike, I would say uh, that... You know, I, what, I've, what I've learned uh, from preparing for all this is that Mike is a, is a learning networker, not a, not a climbing networker. And there's a huge difference there. This has happened quickly for him. But when you sit down with him and you get to meet him, you understand why. The whys of, wow, he knows that guy, he knows that guy, he knows this guy. Like, I've been in the league for 30-some years, and we know a ton of the same people. And uh, so that really stood out. And then through the process, too, I listened to, I listened to a, a, a podcast where uh, a gentleman was saying, you know, uh, it, was a, it was a hiring thing, and they, were, they got into hiring and, you know, this and that, and it didn't matter what industry it was. It's, it's uh, all about who's changing the marketplace. Who's going to change the marketplace? And it just hit me like, okay, when we're interviewing all these people, who's going to change the marketplace? And uh, the product is the product. He's done it. You've seen it. And uh, that's why he was assistant coach of the year. Uh, you know, I've had two really strong feelings leaving Pittsburgh several years ago. Like, we will never, ever look like that again. Um, I think it might have been our first year or second year here. I can't remember. It was not, it was not cool. And um, leaving Baltimore this year. And uh, that was not cool. But congratulations. <laughs> um, so on behalf of Jody Allen, uh, and, you know, all of the 12s and, and uh, everybody that's near and dear to uh, my heart in this building, 
I want to introduce Mike McDonald as the new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. So, congratulations. Oh, thanks, John. Uh, this is a humbling, humbling feeling that I'm feeling right now in, in front of everybody. And I want to, especially everybody in the organization in the back, it's, uh, this is pretty cool. Just, it feels like we're in this thing together, you know? And, um, and this is a responsibility that my wife and I, we take, we take extremely seriously. We, from afar, you know, we've, we're, we're East Coast folks, but, you know, we've, we've grown up on the East Coast, but uh, we do have family out here in the area, and, we, and we've, we've seen this organization operate from afar, and uh, I've had nothing but respect for the ownership, especially John, how they've operated, Coach Carroll, um, the ability to compete for championships at a consistent um, pace, and how they play, and the spirit of the players um, has been something that I respect a lot. And going through the process, um, and, and meeting John and the leadership team, the, thing, the first thing that really popped to me was the parallels of the, of the organization that I've been working for for 10 years and where I've really grown into the person and the man and the coach that I am today. And that was extremely appealing to me. And to hear John talk about people and how important that is uh, was the driving force of, of, of why we want to be here. And it is a leap of faith, and, but this is a special city and this is a great football city, man. And we got the best fans in the world. And um, I understand where, where this organization wants to go. And I feel like we're aligned on how we want to get there. And I'm just juiced to go do it. And there's, no, there's going to be no secrets, secret thing of, you know, scheme or secret plays that are going to get us there faster. It's going to take a lot of hard work by finding the right people and doing it the right way, treating people the right way, building everybody up throughout the building. I want everybody to feel like they're a part of this mission. And it's gonna take all we got one day at a time. And it's that simple. It's one conversation at a time. It's one relationship at, one relationship at a time. And, uh, and I'm just, I, you know, it's, my wife and I have been talking, it's just like, this feels like home already. You know, it just feels, it feels like Feels like feels like God put us in this position. Um, we played for we prayed for clarity throughout this whole process, and it became very clear that this is where we're supposed to be. So we're just extremely excited to go along with the theme of just um, to get to work and to get to know everybody. I mean, this is the second day on the job. <laughs> feels like I've been here two months already, you know. But uh, but um, I'm just really excited that it started already. You know, where we've gotten to work. We've already contacted, you know, a lot of coaches that we're very interested in, in talking with, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But before I take any questions, you know, I'd love to take some time and, and just and thank people that uh, have helped us get it to this point. I've referenced her already, but my, my wife, Stephanie, is an uh, absolute rock star. Uh, I love you. She's, um, you'll get to know her, and this city will fall in love with her. Um, she is an absolute rock star and a saint of a human. So thank you. Um, my, my family, my dad, uh, he, he is a, uh, he is, he is quite the, he is a, he is a great man and he has taught me integrity, humility, and determination, um, and doing things the right way. And, and that'll pay off in the long run. So thank you, dad. My mom, uh, 
my mom has taught me if you're going to do something, you'd better do it right. And, uh, and that stuck with me for a long time. So thank you, mom. And my two heroes are, are my two older sisters, Maggie and Kate. Kate actually has lived here in the city for quite a while. She lives in Texas now, but, um, I've been following their example my whole life and they're, uh, they're pretty incredible people. And, and, uh, thank you. Um, the Ravens organization is a special organization. There's a, there's a lot of things that these two organizations share in common. And, uh, I'd just be remiss not to just to mention some of those folks, starting with Steve Bashotti and his wife, Renee, um, Ozzie Newsom. I always tell the story that my first week as an intern, I was walking down the hall and, and uh, Ozzie saw me and, you know, and that was pretty daunting for, for a 20 something <laughs> year old intern. And Ozzie knew my name and he, and he took investment into me and my experience. And that'll something, that's something that I carry to this organization. We want everybody to feel vital um, and, and vital to the mission and uh, feel invested in. And so, Ozzy, thank you for, for who you are as a person and, um, and, the, and really the mark that you've left on this, on this league and, then, and, and all the people in the Ravens organization. Eric DaCosta, um, first class. Um, and really, all the people in the Ravens organization, I just really, it's hard to name everybody, but you guys know who you are, and I've been in contact with some of you, but um, those are relationships that we'll have for the rest of our lives. And uh, there's some special people in that building, and that's a special community, uh, very similar to here. So I look forward to building those relationships with everybody uh, in our building now. And uh, there'll be something that we'll be able to cherish, you know, moving forward. And finally, well, not finally, but uh, with the Ravens, the Harbaugh family, uh, Jim, Coach Jack, Jackie, uh, especially John and uh, his wife, Ingrid. Um, talk about taking a leap of faith and investing in, some, you know, a young buck like me back in the day. and and uh, having, the, having the guts to, to give me opportunities over time and, and put his name on the line. And um, his investment in me, uh, John Harps, uh, I really appreciate that. And obviously we talked about it, but uh, our relationship's very, very, very special to me. And, and so thank you for your investment in my wife and I. And then, you know, moving here, moving here to Seattle, uh, Jody Allen, um, just want to thank her for um, trusting the process and empowering John to go through it and having the patience, um, you know, to uh, trust the fact that they were interested in me. You know, thank you for hanging, hanging in there. Hopefully, I was wishing that we'd have to wait a couple more weeks, but um, it did happen fast. But you felt like it was a first-class operation. And uh, her investment in this city and how much she cares about this team became very obvious to me, and I was, that was very appealing. And then... Uh, this man right here, John Schneider. I just I want to thank you for for uh, how you how you do what you do and the person that you are. And I know our relationship is very young, but when you feel a connection with someone and and uh, you feel like your values are aligned, that's a powerful thing. And so I think uh, I think we're going to make an amazing team and a great amazing partnership. And I, I'm really excited to work with you uh, for a long time. Good so stuff. thank you. Good stuff. Thank you. And then. Um, and, and the players, both with Ra at the Ravens and here in, and here in Seattle, uh, my guys in the Ravens. We've we've talked to a couple. I'll reach out to you. You know, when I can, my phone stops buzzing and the fire hose turns off a little bit, but uh, I hope you understand that this is why we do what we do. Is about the players. Um, we're trying to build something special. Um, the and the players are the ones that 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 drive the bus and and they lay it on the line. And and the guys in uh, on our team last year, they did that. And um, 
I just really thank you. And again, relationships, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, honored and humbled that I was able to coach you for the time that we had and our relationships will last for a long time. And then I, our players here and the players that will be able to coach um, for the Seahawks, man, I just I hope you understand that you're the driving force behind everything that we do. And I can guarantee you this, you will get everything out of myself and our coaching staff every day. And we will not stop until we want to get to where we get, okay? And I hope that's very clear to you. And you're the first thing that goes through our mind when we make decisions. And uh, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to win. And I'm just very excited for the opportunity again. Thanks, John. Thank you for your time. And uh, we'll take questions, I guess. Uh, you know the product really. You know, watching the film, uh, feeling their uh, feeling their defense that day, being there in that stadium, and then all the uh, relationships and thanks, Jen, because there's so many people that really opened their hearts and and uh, they didn't have to they didn't have to share all the information with me that they did. And so to all you people, you guys know who everybody, tons of people in this league, and you know. Uh, Cheerleaders, we found out a lot of stuff. And so uh, we were doing our due diligence. And um, yeah, just the, I, would, I would say that the, the background and then, you know, the, you know we, in scouting, we call it checking boxes, right? And then, you know, sitting down in person, uh, we had a lot of great candidates. Guys did a great job and, and um, people in this building felt them. And um, it's just a, I don't know how to describe it other than it's, it's, a, it's a feeling, it's a connection. There's clarity, um, and then everything that everybody says about his great reputation came to life uh, very quickly, and it was it was it was it was very evident. And uh, they drove all the way from uh, Baltimore down to to, uh, to Dallas and jumped on a plane and came out here, and the rest is history. John, you used the phrase "change the marketplace." How does Mike do that? He's a disruptor. He's changed it. He's He's, you look at their product, you look at their defense, you know, you look at, you know, the, the, Ra the Ravens organization, um, you know, Ozzy and I, and now <laughs> Eric as well, we always used to, you know, joke with each other, like, you know, we have a spy in our draft room or something because they keep picking all the players we want to pick and vice versa, and Ozzy would send me a text or Eric would send me a text, like, you know, like, dang it, you know, like, dang, he took our guy or whatever, and We've always just joked about that, and it's a great organization. And so when you're when you're when you're hiring somebody, I mean, you look at the background; that means a lot. So, you know, you're talking about a great organization, you talk, like the the Ravens and and uh, John Harbaugh, the Harbaughs, and you know Jim, and and then Michigan. I mean, fantastic. Yeah, we weren't talking like, you know, schematics and, you know, moving, you know, shifting and how the coaches talk to do the coach speak like this, you know. We didn't even get into that. It was uh, communication, leadership, clarity. Uh, I think that's, you know, it jumps off with, with Mike. Uh, I talked to several people that had interviewed him already, and they're like, wait till you look, at, look in this guy's eyes, man. He's, he's, he's there. He's present. He's on it. And, uh, and, and he was, and everybody in that room felt it. Sorry, is that Bob? Sorry. Well, 
Uh, Patrick Mahomes was doing his thing, and I apologize again. I've apologized to him several times. Uh, so to be able to, you know, send in our slip, you know, we went through our, our we went through our situation. What, like, I don't know. It feels like several months ago now, but uh, you know, we got through that process. And then there's a lot of things that league office you need to take care of. Mike and the Ravens and, and the Niners did such a great job. They had the first seed, so uh, you can only speak to those individuals um, until that Monday. So, you know, we went through uh, a job description um, that needs approval, uh, um, all of our DEI training, um, and then organizing ourselves. Uh, you know, what are we looking for? What, the clarity of our questions, and uh, you know. Uh, how are we going to you know, find the answers as quickly as we can? So we were unable to interview Mike on Monday. So, uh, you know, like I said, we're just really hoping that we'd be able to, uh, um, you know, if the Lions lost and the Ravens lost, it wasn't personal at all. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but, uh, no, we'd be able to, you know, fly to, we had a plan in place to, to uh, fly to Detroit. We flew to Detroit on Monday night uh, or Monday afternoon. Uh, Flew to Baltimore Monday night, uh, had our interview uh, with Mike uh, at 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning, and uh, he crushed it. And, uh, yeah, we flew back here, and it was on. Uh, Tracy and I picked uh, Steph and Mike up at the airport and had a great evening when, like Mo says, we chopped it up a little bit, you know, uh, hung out for a while, and it was just it was just natural, easy, clear. Congratulations. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, the reputation was was really strong. So, I mean, I can't tell you like 100%. Like, but the reputation was so strong, we didn't we didn't have to get there. So, I don't have to answer that question because we didn't have to get there. Well, like I said, there were opportunities to talk with uh, with teams before, and uh, understanding there possibly was interest, but given the time frame and when that opportunity would come. But our mentality going in was just let's go with an open mind, and and if there's a great opportunity that with a great partnership that feels like it's the right thing, then uh, that'd be something you're willing to pursue. And and then we had some great conversations throughout the process, but um, like I like I said, when when we started talking about vision and how we wanted to play and the direction that uh, we felt like that I felt like how I'd like to take the team and how that paralleled how that what they saw it just became very clear that um, the thing that you're looking that was the thing that you're looking for so um, that's it just made, it made sense at that point yeah the percentage of when you run the ball and how much and all that like that's that's all adjustable to me it, it's going to mirror our, our football team but we're going to be a physical football team um we're going to have answers we're going to try to be explosive and really do it and build it around the players that we have we're going through the process right now. Who's going to be, you know, helping design that and ultimately call and plays. So um, to have a specific answer for you, what it's going to look like, I can't do that now. But that'll come into focus here uh, sooner than later. 
Well, I had a great job. We had a great job in Baltimore. I mean, you're, you know, a lot of, like I met, referenced earlier, there's a lot of great people there. I loved our players. And, uh, you know, you're going to always have a chance to be successful. So we have a lot of, you know, family on the East Coast and things like that. So moving out West and being and moving away from those folks, uh, you know, it's a leap of faith. Thanks. <laughs> no, we're not gonna we're not gonna translate that. But what what the spirit of that is, um, will will come over and we'll be able to manifest that. You know, as we have conversations with the coaches and 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 John and, and try to get our vision, um, you know, aligned and moving forward. And obviously, get, get input from the players as well of what's important to them. What kind of what do they want to see when when we turn on the tape. So there's no, we're not going to translate that saying over, no. Yeah, right now, right now the plan is I'll be calling the plays. Um, now, depending on who the defensive coordinator is and when, uh, when that becomes that, ultimately I'm the head coach of the football team. So I want to coach the football team. And right now, the best way that we can win is in my opinion, is for me to call the plays, and then when it becomes obvious that um, someone else is ready to go, and we see it the same way, then then we'll make that we'll make that change. Like a lot of coaches sitting in this you know, new head coach chair would be taking over team that won two, three, four games. Right. Four. What about this roster? Do you like that you're, you're taking over team that won nine games? Obviously, it always been a attractive place. Uh, yeah, that was we went against Seattle this year, and uh, there's a lot of great players on this team. I mean, he's, we've done a great job of of uh, drafting. It's a, it's a young core, and so uh, we've got a great opportunity to, to build these guys and, and, and build a really competitive team uh, sooner than later. From a defensive standpoint, you talk about the importance of players. What stood out to you when you interviewed for this job about the players you're going to be inheriting on this defense and where they would fit with your scheme? Well, there's a combination there. There's a couple, you know, you were watching the, the defense on a lot of crossover tape throughout the season, so you realize that there's a lot of talent there, and there's obviously guys that have great reputations that are on the, on the team as well. Don't know a lot of them personally, so I'm interested about who they are as people and, and uh, kind of what drives them there. And then there's a lot of guys, you know, like Spoon, guys that we did, you know, did on, uh, that we evaluated throughout the draft and guys were really excited about, but, you know, obviously weren't able to be picked when we were picking in Baltimore. <laughs> this is an interesting uh, answer from you know from uh, if John Harbaugh is listening, but it's 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 something that we that we built in in Baltimore with the coaches that we have, and you're going to draw inspiration from things that you think is from uh, schemes and people that you feel like are doing some cool stuff out there and have answers for things. And uh, I think going to college and having being able to to reach out to a lot of different programs and there's a lot. Uh, a lot of different programs throughout the country that I really respect and coaches that were really helpful, you know, translating the game to college. And I think what that did is it streamlined a lot of the things that we were trying to do at the pro level. And so it was a, it's just a constant evolution of uh, kind of the, the basics, the fundamentals that, that Rex Ryan and Jim Johnson has, have done, um, you know, 20, 25 years ago. And then all the great coordinators that we've had in Baltimore that we've been able to evolve the scheme. And uh, ultimately, you know, the coaches that we had last year, uh, we decided, you know, we took it a certain direction given the players we had. So I'd say it's adaptable, uh, but we, we're always going to be aggressive on how we want to do it. You know, people ask about our blitz rates and all that. that that's just not important to me. It's about 
putting yourselves in positions to win the down, affecting the quarterback, putting your guys in position to have success. That's a great question. I don't, I don't know really the answer to that. I think, well, initially when I got the internship in Baltimore, they told me I was going to be on offense, and I showed up, and they said I was going to be on defense. So that's probably the easiest <laughs> question to answer. <laughs> but it, I think it just fits my mentality, frankly. You know, it's uh, offensive guys. You know, sometimes, sometimes it isn't really – we don't get along too well. But, you know. Um, but, yeah, I just started, started, started when I coached high school football at Cedar Shoals and um, had an affinity for the linebacker position, and it went from there. Yeah, I think talking is, I mean, there's a feeling that we all, we all were there and felt it, right? But uh, in talking to the players, you know, several, several of the offensive players were like, what, what was that? What just happened, right? And, um, you know, I talked to, try to pick the players' brains, you know, here and there throughout the season, and that totally stood out. And I, I forget, you know, um, which player it was, and but they, they said, they're like, who is that? What was that? Who is that? You know, they don't, a lot of players aren't like, you know, who's the coordinator over there? What was that all about? <laughs> For Mike, uh, you're obviously replacing a legendary coach here in Pete and I'm just wondering, have you crossed paths with him much in developing a relationship with him, and how do you go about kind of uh, injecting your own personality and style and philosophy into a place when there was somebody there? Yeah, I've never met, never met Pete. Uh, I've always admired him from afar. He's got, I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. Um, his track record is probably a Hall of Fame coach. Um, you know, Pete has a great personality, but it's his and it's authentic to, to who he is as a person. I think that's why uh, the players resonate with him and how he has, why he has such a great reputation and, he's, and his track record is what it is. Uh, I have a different personality, you know, and you'll get to know me, but my plan is to be myself every day. And you're just going to get me, you know. So I, it's not a, it's not a facade. There's no alter agendas or anything like that. But it's all about um, what's the best interest for the team, what's the best interest for the players, and uh, how we can be successful. And I got There's a sense of humor in there. I promise. You know, some people like it more than others, <laughs> but uh, uh, it'll come out. And and it, but it's just if you're trying to be somebody that you're not, it's just it's one, it's exhausting, and two, people see right through it. I'm glad you asked that question. Th th those guys are um, some of the most authentic, competitive people I've ever been around. And the players know when, when it's real. And they love their players. And they have their players' backs. And they're willing to do whatever it takes you know, to put them in a position to succeed. And sometimes it's, it's tough love, but it's, it's uh, telling them the truth, being respectful. Um, they, ha they go about it two completely different ways, but they end up in the same spot. Well, uh, they're just incredibly courageous people. Um, have had uh, just a great effect on me. Just you know, they're they're older than me. They're four and six years older than I am. And uh, anyone with older siblings, you're always looking up to them and how they do things. But talk about people that have taken leaps of faith throughout their career and careers, and with their families and who they are as people. And 
um, it's just uh, it was just it was just easy. You know, you're just chasing them, and uh, I love them. They're they're pretty awesome. Yeah, when I hear people tell me that you've risen really fast, it just makes me a little uncomfortable because that's not really the goal. You're, you're you're trying to use you're trying to be in the role that you are to help the team the best you can, and uh, ultimately, as your roles and your responsibilities increase, you know the ability to do that becomes is greater. You know, so um, I think I think that's the mentality you have to have, and the more the more you're in this in this business and you're and you're and you're around these great people and the, you know, the competition so high, you realize that it, there's no way it can be just you. It's just, there's so much, it's, it's, it, there's so much power in the effort of the group and kind of unlocking the people around you. And so the whole goal is about empowering those folks and, and trying to bring the best out of them. And then ultimately, you know, as an organization, that's, that's really where you go when, that's how you go far, you know, is together. Um, I, you know, I, it's not, I haven't actually heard I'm a player's coach that often. So that's a little surprising to me, but I, I, I just, like I said, I think it's about generating the relationship with them, um, constant communication, telling them the truth, telling them with love. Um, and I think it's a consistency that you have to have where again, the players will know. So they'll know if, whether we're consistent or not in our approach and uh, whether we have their backs. Now, we're going to tell them the truth, and there's going to be a standard here about how we're going to play, but everybody's going to understand that from day one. And, uh, and ultimately, I think why, where you have success is the players start to hold each other accountable as well because they understand what the standard is as well. So, um, but I think if you're consistent and you're honest, uh, I think they respect that. Well, um, talk about where I, you know, going through your career. I, I ultimately, I did want to be a defensive coordinator at some point, and and it was a great opportunity to do that. You know, for a coach that I, or a person that I really respected, and Jim, and how he and how he ran his program, and um, it just, I mean, it was it was the University of Michigan, you know, and it's, that's big time football, and uh, and they were hungry to win. And I, what I learned when I showed up is we had, we had some awesome people in that building, some great players. I don't know if Mike Moe's here, but um, but Mike was part of that, and uh, they were hungry to win, and um, that was a lot, that was an awesome experience um, to build, bring people together, generate a common goal, and just go chase it every day, and that's what we're going to do here. Well, the offense is out there too good just to run three things and just say, or, hey, we're going to beat you, you know? So I, I, as a f philosophically, again, I think we're all in this thing together and the players need to know that we're trying to put them in, in advantageous positions. So we're constantly trying to give them little margins of um, advantages. And if you're not doing that, then, you know, what are you doing as a coach, whether it's through technique or fundamentals or communication or scheme? Uh, so 
the system that we run is built on concepts that are adjustable and we can layer it together and you know we're not going to get there overnight it's going to be a process you know but we have we have we understand what that takes and um, the cadence will uh, will vary you know based on how fast the guys can pick it up and and what they can do so it's, it's not going to it'll the, the 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 spirit of how we play and the principles of how we play what you've seen on the tape in baltimore will be the same but i can't guarantee you the the schematics will be the same uh here because you know i just we're not sure what we're good at yet Well, we've played against Gino. He's a really good player. Pretty sure he's at the Pro Bowl right now, you know. Um, but we're going to build around the quarterback. Uh, you got to. Just like we said on defense, we built the system around the players on defense. We're going to build it around the players on offense. And the most, player, most important player is the, is the QB. So um, we'll see how the whole situation shakes out over time. Um, but excited to, to get to meet those guys. Drew, I mean, uh, I'm there. I talked to Gino briefly after our game and told him how much I respected him. Not anticipating I'd see him in six months <laughs> or three months or however long it's been. But um, yeah, just really excited to meet the rest of the guys. You know, especially especially the QBs and uh, get to know them and kind of see what makes them tick, so we can start to build the system around them. Mike, in regards to your offensive coordinator, is it important to find somebody who has called plays in the NFL? Does that even matter on the, on the list of uh, things that you want from OC? Uh, it's not near the top of the list. We're looking for the right the right person to come in here and, and build this thing. So we want someone that's open-minded, that has a growth, a growth mindset, that can connect with their players, and uh, and build build a system you know that's that's unique to the Seattle Seahawks. That's going to live here for a long time, and he's going to be the one spearheading it. Mike, how close were you to taking that job at KPMG? <laughs> well, I initially signed the letter, and then uh, didn't feel right when I did it, but I did sign it, and then. And then when uh, you know the story, but when Baltimore called, I, I called the recruiter and said, uh, "Thanks, but no thanks." She goes, "You realize you can't work at KPMG anymore, right?" And I was like, "I think I'm okay with that." What was the question? Well, well, I mean, uh, this is a funny story. We we you know we went, met everybody initially in the uh, eight, you know in the entryway yesterday. We literally walked upstairs and we went to work on the staffing. So he hasn't even been on a tour yet. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you where the end door is. So I just, that's full disclosure. Locker room, I got no chance. Mike, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for you taking on head coaching responsibility? You've added duties that come with that and making this transition up the ladder. There's going to be a lot of challenges. I mean, we're 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 going to have adversity and. Um, What's the biggest one? I can't answer that. But I, I just know that if we're going to take the approach we have every day and attack it head on, then you know we'll be able to get through it. Thank you, everybody. Okay, thank you, guys. Thanks thank for coming you. out. All right. What stood out from Mike McDonald's introductory press conference? That's coming up next. Bumpin' Stacy, Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studios. On Seattle Sports. Here are your hosts, Michael Bumpus and Stacy Ross. Bump, I gotta be honest, and I'm definitely not alone. I am impressed. We just saw Mike McDonald's introductory press conference as Seahawks head coach. What stood out to you? Oh, one, 
demeanor's on point. Mm-hmm. Guy's confident in front of a crowd. Um, and I think that's the first thing people wanted to see with all these rumors of him um, and his personality. Made a joke about his personality, so that's also him embracing it, saying, look, man, the, uh, the humor's going to come yeah. out eventually if you let that go down. That so. being that he's introverted, in case anyone is wondering what Bump means by the rumors. Nothing bad, just that he's yeah. introverted. Yeah, he's introverted. But no, the, the way he um, commanded that room and he had a presence, that's the first thing that I felt and I saw. I actually went in there because I wanted to feel what he was putting out there. Um, but defensively, I liked his answer when they talked about his scheme. He goes, mm-hmm. look, there are some things that they did in Baltimore. They did that because they had the personnel to do it. He goes, over here, I'm going to adjust my scheme according to the players that I have. Love that. And that's what great players or, excuse me, great coaches do. They say, look, yeah. if this guy isn't good at this, I'm not going to put him in that situation. Um, I love that. Offensively, we wanted to know, what direction are you going to go as far as an offensive coordinator? Um, someone asked him, well, at, at Michigan, it was heavy run. In Baltimore, it was heavy run. What do you think? He goes, all that is adjustable. You know, mm-hmm. the one thing that this offense is going to be is aggressive, and, and they're going to run the football hard, and you're, and you're going to build around your quarterback. That's the perfect answer. That's mm-hmm. what you do. You build around what you have over here. So look at the defense. He goes, look. It's going to have some of Baltimore, but we can only do what these guys can do. Offensively, he goes, I'm going to build around the most important part on this team, and that is the quarterback. So those are the three things that stood out to me. Command at the room, um, great answer when it came to schematics on on defense. It's all um, adjusted to the personnel. Then offensively, building around the quarterback that you do have, and he mentioned Geno several times, that makes me believe after February 16th, he's probably going to be here. The three things that stood out to me, number one, uh, similarly, he was asked what will the offense look like. I also noticed, like you did, him talking about, like, look, the team looks like what we have with the players. But importantly, quote, we are going to be a physical football team. So the things that people, that Seahawks fans still love most about their team, I don't think Mike McDonald is interested in moving away from that. And here's what's also great. While Seattle wants to be a physical football team, can you say that it's been one of late? I can't. I love the idea of getting back to that. The second thing is was just kind of like a note that he's his plan right now is to be defensive play caller. I right. just kind of took note of that. And thirdly, and this was most interesting to me, John Schneider, actually, it was from him saying that he was struck by feedback from offensive players in Seattle after the loss to Baltimore. He said it's not often that you're hearing from players after a loss like, who's that coordinator? Mm. And he said that that just stuck with him throughout the season, just how continually um, – stumped the offensive players were after that game like they had no answers and they were just floored yeah you ask that question when nothing you do is working and that's exactly what happened over there in Baltimore you ask that question when you line up as a receiver you think the coverage is one thing and it flips into something else and you're three four steps within your route and you're still trying to diagnose you ask that question when you watch film and Gino is hesitating because he's not sure what he's looking. All the things that um, on, a, on the offensive side, me, me, me being an offensive guy, that um, I hate seeing, I love seeing and hearing about in this situation because yeah. now uh, Mike McDonald is the guy over here. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a, a smooth confident and genuine type of press conference. And I think that um, he handled all the questions perfectly. And I also – heard and felt the connection between him and John already. He Mm. mentioned it like, haven't known him long, but when you connect, you connect. I think we've all had that feeling at some part in our lives. Like, where have you been my whole life? Like, that's my dude Mm -hmm. from from within being five minutes of each other. So, yeah, uh, that also stuck out. The relationship between him and John seems like as strong as, as it could be 
two, three days in. How about the maturity level? I mean, Brandon Gustafson popped in. He's the one of our reporters, and he popped in afterwards and just said, that guy is not 36 in a good yeah. way, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's not that 36 is immature by any means, but you're going from the oldest head coach to the youngest. And, Bump, I know you had similar sentiments sitting in the audience going, this is a mature dude. Yeah, it's it's important. you got to be mature, man. You're running a multi-billion-dollar organization, mm-hmm. essentially. Now, you got you got the president. you got the owner, of course. But um, when it comes to the face you are the face um and this is a um this is a cutthroat type of business and if you cannot handle the 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 responsibility of preparation of accountability uh perception the way you're perceived the way this organization is perceived you're not going to be in in the position that he's in so so no man and, and you know what and you know i like i like to see how dudes are dressed too i like that i like that blue yeah. that he was wearing too. i that can respect clean. it that also uh, like you mentioned little things that people notice i have had three separate listeners bump text into the mac and jack's text line saying that they noticed that when everyone stood up to leave he stood he stood up and was last to leave and pushed in all the chairs at the table <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, it's saying, the details. I'm saying it stands out to people little things like that i've had again three separate people have texted that in and uh obviously the text line flooded with responses in general from people um i i can't find a negative one so far everyone is just impressed for different reasons some people say you know like hey i was on the fence but now i'm convinced other people saying hey i was so excited and now i'm even more so um it's just it's it could not have gone better for him i think first impression i mean you only get one of them things only one and that first impression i'm i'm looking at the people who were in the auditorium as he was speaking Mm -hmm. there was a lot of head nodding there was a lot of uh uh giggles to like positive giggles when it comes to things that he said it was just the vibe was good man i've been in that room uh, with pete carroll and it's a different vibe but it's similar in a way that people believe that what he's saying is actually what he feels Mm -hmm. and what he believes and i think that was the most important part and um again i cannot stress enough how important it is to understand what you have and adjust your game plan according to who's in that locker room and not just saying this is how we did in baltimore this is how we're going to do it or this is how we did it in our super bowl season right bump how many times have you and i talked about hey one of the uh, kind of cardinal sins of this organization has been trying to, and anyone would do it. Mm-hmm. Fans do it. We do it. Mm-hmm. Trying to replicate what worked once before instead of, uh, you know, kind of being really bluntly honest with yourself about the pieces and people you have now. Yeah, you don't, you can't duplicate um, the greatest, one of the greatest defenses. You can't duplicate, I mean, if you look at the Baltimore Ravens and their numbers, number ones in sack and turnover differential, they're one of the greatest defenses um, in NFL history, like top 20, 25, if you're just looking at mm-hmm. numbers. Now, don't 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 come after me with the Hall of Famers and all that stuff. I get it. But they did some things that no other defense has done, so you, you got to give it to them. But he understands that he had a special group. At least it seems like he understood yep. that he had a special group, and he, w- he was able to be really aggressive um, more consistently with this group, can he be more aggressive? He's going to find out. He's going to find out in OTAs. He's going to find out during training camp. And it's all about collecting that data and saying, okay, this is the team that we have. This is the personality that we have. These are the things that I feel like this team is capable of doing. These are the things we're going to stay away from and, and teach them how to do it and not put them in that situation mm-hmm. until we feel they can execute it. All right. Well, we know what kind of team, in theory, Mike McDonald wants to be. Does the Seahawks roster, though, have the pieces? That's coming up next.